When it comes to hard work, there's one important rule. Pick the right tool for the right job. That's why Chevy offers a family of Silverado pickup trucks designed just for the job. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com and put a Silverado in your toolbox. Chicago's Afternoon News, 720 WGN. It's back to school in the burbs this week. Chicago heads back next week. And usually that's just such a joyous time for many people. But there's a lot weighing on people's minds these days, especially in Highland Park. A lot of anxiety and stress, not just among the children, but the parents as well. We always love turning to our friend, Dr. John Duffy. He's a clinical psychologist a parenting expert and author of Parenting the New Teen in the Age of Anxiety. And there is good news, right, about a decrease in anxiety and depression for kids in our state? Yes, there is. Um, And it is uh, a long time coming because every single year, for honestly as far back as I can remember, we see kind of a massive uptick in anxiety right around this time of year. And this year, um, on, on a local scale, myself, my colleagues, and on a statewide scale, we are not seeing that. And um, it's kind of tricky to know exactly what to attribute that to, but a lot of it has to do with the fact that we are heading into the first normal school year that really feels post-pandemic in three years, you know, and I, and I think people really are responding to that in a positive way. Yeah, absolutely, because last year there was still so many issues, how much time they were going to do online versus in class, and there were tests and vaccines, and that, of course, created a lot of stress. And you're right, this is this is something that's been lifted off of our shoulders. But for those people in Highland Park, Uvalde, places that might have seen some school violence, how do you get over that anxiety? What's your suggestion? Yeah. Because not... Just kids, but parents feel it too. Right, right, right. So it, it, it's such a very different issue than what we were probably, what we were talking about certainly a year ago, right? Where it was like, you know, okay, if you follow these few guidelines, you're going to be safe. And even if you catch COVID, you're in all likelihood going to be perfectly fine. Now, kids are keenly aware, Lisa, that, you know, um, school shootings can happen anywhere, anytime, a, you know, a mass shooting can happen anywhere, anytime. And so their sense of safety, that, that, that assumption that we all made when we were kids, kids do not make that now. So, you know, what still buoys that anxiety is the fear around that kind of violence. That's still there along with the, the, the stuff kids are normally worried about the academic and social and social media stuff. But the, the school shootings is definitely in Highland Park. And I will tell you, uh, having family in Lake Forest and Lake Bluff and some of the other areas in that area, um, that, you know, it's kind of in that North Shore area, there's a lot of anxiety. And the good news is that we are able to comfort our kids with some things that they can actually see, that there is a, uh, a presence of police and other adults that are there um, specifically to keep you safe, that we've been working all summer since um, that shooting to come up with protocols to make sure you get in the building safe, to make sure you're, you are safe while you're in the building, and that you get home or to your parents' car safe. And um, my hope is that kids 
respond to that and um, and that over time that anxiety level comes down and maybe even we can kind of draw down those protocols, but we're nowhere near that right now. You're right. It affects not just Highland Park, but the entire area. What about parents who had to drop their kids off at college last weekend and they're having a hard time letting go or disconnecting technically? Yes. You know, like they're like, I want to FaceTime them every day. I want to text them. I, I've got a GPS on their phone. How can you comfort them? This, this uh, is a great question and an age-old one. It's something we deal with every single year. And it's kind of recognizing the rite of passage and trusting that, hey, you're a really good parent. You've gotten your child to this place where they are launching into this next chapter. So not that there shouldn't be some sadness that, you know, um, you're going to miss them. And, uh, you know, some of those moments that you've been witnessing for 17 or 18 years, those are going to happen without you right there. But you wouldn't have it any other way either. You know, like, so if your child is off to college or whatever the next adventure is outside of your home, that's the natural course of things. That's what we want to have happen. And so you've got to find the celebration within the grief. Otherwise, I've worked with way too many parents for whom the grief has just been overwhelming. And then they end up spending way too much time contacting their kids following them around campus on Life 360 on their phone. And I'm not kidding. You know, like, uh, and and the kids get sick of it. Like, Mom, Dad, I am off. I'm an adult now. (laughs) (laughs) Let go. Just let go. Uh, This is Dr. John Duffy is a clinical psychologist, parenting expert, and he's got a book out called Parenting the New Teen in the Age of Anxiety. Hey, we just had a conversation with a reporter in Miami about a 16-year-old girl who wanted to terminate her pregnancy. She is parentless, a ward of the state. And the judge had determined her determined that she was not mature enough to make the decision about terminating her pregnancy, so she's going to be forced to have a child. Yes. Which everybody says, well, how can you be mature enough to do that then, especially when you haven't had parents in your life and you are a ward of the state? So how do you, when it, clinically, when people come into your office, is there any way for parents... People listening to be able to determine the maturity of their child and how much they can trust them? Well, I, I think what, what parents tend to do is to underestimate the maturity of their child, the ability of their child to know and understand what's going on in this issue, as well as some of the other issues that you and I have been talking about over the past several months. And the truth of the matter is, even at really young ages, kids are smart. And they're discerning, and you'd be surprised what your 11-year-old can come up with, honestly, um, that will surprise you. So my bias is always in conversations like this, bring that child in and, and, and hear them out, hear their point of view out. And this is a cue for other parents, parents here, to talk to their kids about these issues. When, when, when stories like this come up, do not assume that, you know, your child's fine and just ignore the issue. No, my strong bias is it's an opportunity for connection and discussion and for your child to learn to be discerning, which they have to be around issues like this. Right, right. Thank you. It's so great to talk to you. Dr. John Duffy, he's a treasure to have on the show. Hey, stick around. Chicago got something right. We did something right. You'll find out about it next after Steve's newscast from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. 